3: Lock Talk Radio. Oh, yeah. I put my feelings on safety. Liz? Yeah. How are
1: you?
2: Good morning. I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm, I'm g Thank you sir. Uh taking time out your schedule to come talk with us today. We really appreciate it.
2: My pleasure.
1: So uh how are how are things for yourself, uh now nowadays?
2: Oh, it's it's really crazy. Um, as I think a lot of parents are experiencing with how hard the struggle is between kids being home a lot and, and trying to balance work and trying to stay healthy. It's a mess for all of us.
1: Absolutely. Um, so if I may um, ask a question that we're all um, thinking about. Um, so a lot of the kids were supposed to go back um, this November, that the month that we're in now, but due to the ongoing um, spike of the coronavirus, um, they have resumed to virtual learning. Um, th- and a lot of the kids are used to uh, being in class with other kids, being able to interact with other kids, and a lot of the kids. Um, some of them need that one-on-one. What are your thoughts on this and the effect that it's having uh, on their mental health capacity, both educators, teachers, and the parents, as well as the children?
2: Um, Speaking about it from the children's perspective, because I have three children ages 14, 11, and 7, so I have a child in the high school, middle school, and elementary school, so I'm seeing the full gamut. Um, And so I think it's been really, really hard for them because when we've been following a hybrid model and when they do go to school, I'm hearing from them, it's very different. We can't, like, for example, on back to school night, it was all virtual. And so I was watching it and my daughter walked in and she goes, oh, is that what my Spanish teacher looks like? Because she was presenting without her mask and she doesn't know what her Spanish teacher looks like. She just knows she goes to Spanish class and there's a teacher there and could kind of tell who she is. Um, it's very different. It's very different. Our children are really not able to interact with each other. Having a a child in middle school this year, this is the first year they're coming together with five other middle schools, so they're meeting a lot of new kids. And, again, they can't really interact during the day. They're not there during lunch, which is usually the most social time. Um, And so some of them don't even know what these other kids look like. And secondly they're not it's not the same level of social interaction it's not the same level of academic instruction because teachers are split between the children who are in class and the children who are virtual teachers are being pulled in multiple directions and having to balance a lot all during one period some teachers um, can adapt to the technology and some teachers are struggling I think Just based on the skill level and the ability to manage multiple domains, um, it's really hard posting online, posting assignments, posting videos, posting, having students being able to access the assignments, complete them, and then hand them in. Looking at it from an elementary age, I have a seven-year-old who doesn't know how to type. And he he has to do assignments online, which is hard for him uh, because our he's in second grade he's not adept at typing He's that's a part that he still needs to to learn and so just even for him he still needs a lot of supervision um he needs constant support and it's it's hard as a parent who's trying to run a business and work and manage them make sure that they're all doing what they need to that they're getting to school on time that they're coming back and Eating lunch and getting back on their classes, so it's it's a lot for parents to balance. It's a very different environment for students. Um, it's so difficult for teachers. You know, I think it's just a very stressful time for us all collectively. And how
1: do you uh, how do you balance the so that the uh, so that it doesn't do a serious effect to their mental health capacity?
2: I think trying to find that balance, you know, there are days where we can do it and days that we struggle. I think there are days where we're all burnt out and days that we can do it. best thing we can do as parents is to try to have meals together, um, at the very least dinner. And to be able to just chat about what's going well and what's not, what's hard, what's easy, what do you like about this, what do you not. Because I have, you know, my 14 and 11-year-olds don't mind the virtual days too much because those are the days they get to sleep in. But at the same time, they're not coming into contact with their teachers and their classmates directly. So just checking in, doing a lot of checking, in being honest as parents of what's hard for you as well because, I think it's important for kids to see that we're humans and we're struggling too. Absolutely.
1: Now, um I've uh I have uh um came across a parent and this is a question, um, they they she has a similar to yourself. She had kids in um the elementary, middle school and high school and one of her and uh she, her son, that's in high school, um, she took him to see a psychiatrist, and now that child is on uh, medication um, because of the um, because of this whole pandemic has been so much for them. Uh, him, him. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think medication was was a good option, or do you think there could have been other alternatives?
2: I think it's very, very individual. So the child who's suffering, if they're suffering so much that they can't function, they can't eat, they can't sleep, they can't attend um, to their classwork, then, you know, when, when different emotional experiences are so intense that you just can't function anymore, sometimes medication is an option. Um, and maybe it's just for the short, time, short term while you're teaching him skills, your child, him or her. Um, you know, to identify the stressors but to take the edge off of the emotional intensity and while you're teaching the skills so that ultimately your child can come off the medication. Um, Sometimes using other strategies is okay to start um, and may actually reduce the emotional intensity, but I think it's very much a case-by-case basis and it's very uh, dependent on the child, their tolerance, their endurance, Um, and their openness to using different strategies, because sometimes anxiety, especially at this time, gets so high that some people can't function. They're just kind of stuck and paralyzed, and they need that medication to take the edge off so they can be open to possible therapy or therapeutic strategies. Do you think there's
1: um, an age to where um, a, a child? Should not receive, should not be receiving medication at that particular point And I'm thinking of maybe um toddlers or maybe uh, an adolescent do you think they should be on medication or no and, and, and not before, uh, my opinion I think they're too young because they're still growing as toddlers and uh, as little adolescents but do you think medication is an option for for uh, children of that age category
2: so i'm as a parent i'm not a huge proponent of medication, and again i see medication as an option when a child is truly not functioning, when they're not Uh able, or you have a parent who is really struggling. So have have I suggested to certain parents that a child needs medication when they're two years old and they don't stop crying all day um, for whatever reason, Um, then that becomes an inability to function when you have a crying child or maybe a child who's clinging on to you and crying all day. Now, nobody can function with that. That is incredibly stressful. Um, Absolutely. So, again, I'm, I'm not a fan of medication, but I do understand that there's going to be exceptions where, depending on the, the situation, depending how it's impacting the family and the parents, that sometimes it's warranted, but it's not my first stop.
1: Absolutely. Um, do you think, um, it would, if possible, that they, they say maybe January, the kids can go back to the classrooms. Um, would you be agreeable to that, or would you uh, feel safer if they continue to do the virtual
2: learning? I think it's really going to depend on a lot of different variables um, around us in terms of what are the numbers at that point, will we have a vaccine by that point, um, you know, what does our, our governor say, um, I, you know, it's, it's too hard to say, and, and I find it so hard to predict these days because we're getting different information all the time. And, and I'm such a planner myself, so it's been very, very difficult as, as a person um, not to be able to plan ahead. And so my, you know, philosophy for myself, my children, and the people that I work with is, you know, just plan out two days, no more than two days or a weekend ahead of you. Uh, you know, up until the weekend, uh, if it's the beginning of the week. But I wouldn't go any further than that because things change, you know, like overnight a school will shut down or a school will open or, you know, we have a curfew or, you know, things are starting to shut down. It's just so hard to predict. But I think it depends on what information we're getting about, you know, from the scientists about what's public health and what's safe and what's not.
1: If I could um, switch a little bit um and as far as the, the pandemic um how do, and also the 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 marches the um police hotel that's going on um how do you feel about i mean how do you think um parents can and, and uh, such as mental health professionals yourself can help families um uh, adjust and uh through this and try to get through it besides the fact that they're dealing with with the kids—they're dealing with all of this um, marches and killings and, and this whole racial thing. How do you think um, parents and mental professionals can help families um, get through this whole process without it becoming uh, mental, without becoming um, so much severe damage to their mental health?
2: I think my my policy is always answer the question that your child asks you, and answer only the question that your child asks you. So if you're you know, depending on what developmental level your child is at, and this is how I kind of guided parents when it came to how do I address the COVID virus? How do I explain it? What do I say? And my philosophy is always answer the questions that your children ask you because you may be thinking about it much more globally as a parent, but as a child, their question may be very specific and how it's going to impact them. And so my policy is always answer the question and turn off the news. We're being bombarded with so much information we don't need to put a lot in front of our children because it's a lot to take in. And so as a parent, take the question that they have. If you don't have an answer, say, let me get back to you. I'm not really sure. Do your research. And really, for me, it's, I answer questions for children in two sentences. And if I go beyond that, then I'm saying too much and probably more than they want and more than they can handle. So I would really focus on the area of concern that the specific child has And don't go too far beyond that so as not to inundate them. Absolutely. And another question I have
1: for one of my listeners is that uh, not only her, but her her and her children have gained an enormous amount of weight since the whole COVID process. Um, And one of her children has developed health issues. He's gained over 150 pounds at the age of 12 years old. And because he's stressing and he's in, in his food is his comfortability, he gets calm, he eats every time he's stressed, or he starts, or he starts to feel anxiety. Um, what um, advice or what can you suggest that can you give to that parent uh, to kind of help out this situation?
2: Uh, first and foremost, uh, if there's food that's not very healthy or there's like a stress food that your children are going to, I would say, get them out of the house, replace them with a with healthier snacks and options. If it's not there, they can't drive. Our children can't drive to the supermarket to get it if they're under 17. Um, and then I would turn it into a family routine to get out and take a walk or take a jog or bike ride, or to do something physical every day as a family Um, whether you want to even put on a YouTube, you know, as it's getting colder or it's raining, you know, putting on YouTube videos or good old school DVDs, uh, exercise DVDs and doing something together. Um, Or maybe like creating a little challenge of, you know, who's, who's, uh, you know, if weight loss is a goal, then, you know, who's losing the most weight or who's exercising most consistently um, you know, and create, preparing meals together, uh, planning meals and preparing meals together and preparing and, and planning snacks together. So, you know, turning it into a family affair as opposed to something for that one child who is gaining weight and, you know, doing it together. Sometimes it's a good way to build in an extracurricular activity into the schedule as well as teaching good health habits. So I know a lot of us have reached for food as comfort and eating out of boredom, Um, but, you know, there's definitely time and opportunity to uh, take that and maybe use it as a time as a family to do something proactively together.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, If I may ask uh, Dr. Liz, um, what are your thoughts on this um, this, whole, this election, that, you know, we're, we're uh, getting ready to have a new uh, president, new uh, vice president? Um, do you think that um, this could help uh, with our mental health, and do you think we can uh, make, pro- make some uh, sort of progress?
2: I'm sorry. Are you asking if the elected uh, president and vice president are likely to make some positive changes? Yes. Uh, based on what I've heard through the victory speeches and so forth, it sounds like there's a lot of positivity, and, you know, we can all hope and pray that we're going to move in a positive forward direction. So it's hard to tell the future, but as based on what we've heard so far and, uh, you know, what we've seen in terms of uh, following through on what the elected president said he was going to do as of Monday morning in terms of. Selecting a pandemic committee, he followed through and did it. So, let's Absolutely. hope that we uh, move in a forward direction.
3: Absolutely,
1: Doctor Ellis, I uh, I appreciate you for uh, taking time out your schedule to come and um, speak with us today. You gave us a lot of good information that we're going to take. Um, I was going to take home, such as myself. Um, to use it to help us through this whole pandemic situation. Um, I, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh, you did justice today for our show. I really appreciate you.
2: My pleasure. It's my pleasure. Um, Enjoy the weekend, lady. everybody, and stay safe.
1: Before you leave, can you can you give out your website or your, your information so uh, my listeners maybe can uh, use your service or you know uh, take advantage to come to you if they you know want to about your information?
2: Sure, sure. Right. My office is located in Livingston, New Jersey, but we are providing telehealth services as well. We offer therapy and psychoeducational evaluations, play therapy, parent coaching, executive functioning coaching. Um, I have a team of therapists who provide the services. We're, again, we're in person and virtual. are The name of the practice, rather, is Psychological and Educational Consulting. And the website is www.psychedconsult.com, P-S-Y-C-H-E-D-C-O-N-S-U-L-T.com. I'm Dr. Liz at psychedconsult.com, and our phone number is 973-400-8371. So we're happy to consult. We can do it uh, through video uh, for people who are not comfortable coming into the office or for people who – Uh, live a far distance and still want to have access to the services.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. We really appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend.
2: You too. Thank you so much.
1: No problem. Take care.
2: Bye-bye.
3: the trials we've been through. I'd never have the courage to come back to you. We're all entitled to make a mistake. we got to prepare for some hard work. I was earning my man while I was learning my man. Something you, young girl Nothing wrong, but love is a flower that needs the sun and the rain. A little bit of pleasure's worth a whole lot of pain. If you learn this secret, how to forgive, a longer and a better life you'll live. No pain, no pain, no pain, no pain, no, pain. no gain, no gain. Mm-hmm. No pain, no pain, no pain, no pain, no gain, no gain. Anything worth having. It's worth working for and waiting for Some of my closest friends Have thought they had their thing on the string Just cause that man was bringing them Flowers and candy and all kinds of gifts Mm-mm, honey Some gifts are just to make him feel better While he's on his guilt trip About the night before You know what I mean Especially when you know you haven't been Doing the things you should do Think about it What is the man trying to tell you Sometimes flowers mean maybe we should just be friends. Do you get my drift? Hang if you can hang. No pain, no gain. In order to get something. No, no. No, no. No, no. Special thanks
1: to Dr. Liz for stopping by. the so show. Make sure you guys check her uh, website out, and if you can uh, be of use to her uh, counseling service, make sure you reach out to her, make an appointment, and um, use the service if you, if it's if you need it uh, for for your uh, children. Um, because we're truly going through uh, um truly a pandemic, truly so much stress and anxiety and different other mental, mental health issues that's going on today. Um, so please make sure if you need any type of mental health um, advice or anything, please check out a Doctor Liz. Um, She's truly a great uh, mental health professional. Um, there's so much uh, going on with the show nowadays, um, so much coming up with the show, so please stay tuned. Uh, for more information on today's show, please uh, email show at gmail.com. For more information uh, if you want a copy of today's show of uh, the audio um please you know hot show at gmail dot com and one of the um one of my staff members will definitely reach back out to you and um, arrange for you to get a copy of today's uh, episode um nevertheless uh I like to jump into some more music uh, the phone lines are open nine one seven eight eight nine seven eight five one for more information um if you have any thoughts. Concerns or anything like that, please reach out to us or phone requests please reach out to the uh call and uh, we'll definitely try to accommodate uh, all your requests um for thanksgiving holiday there's gonna be so many giveaways and um also uh reach out to the show again um for uh giveaways we're gonna be doing a lot of uh food drives uh, the station uh be out there um giving away uh turkeys and uh food baskets. Uh, for families uh, So Um For more information On our food drive Also for the Christmas holiday This whole holiday We're going to be doing So many giveaways um, From food To um, Masks To uh, Hand sanitizer Different uh, things For uh, safety And um, So that we can keep safe Through this whole Pandemic um, Situation Um Again we're getting ready to jump into a whole new presidency with, uh, congratulations once again to Biden and Kamala Harris on their, uh, of election. And so let's hope that we see progress, that we see change, uh, coming up, um, for the year 2021. As you all know, um, 2020 has been a difficult year from, um, we lost a lot of the greats. Um, so let's hope 2021 will be a better year for us all around the world. Um, I'm going to drop into a few more tracks and uh, I'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Hot show, Aaron on Powering 3.4 FM and on your Block Talk Radio Network. Mm
3: If you with it, cause I'm with it, babe. I haven't heard from you, and I'm in it, babe. Just tell me what to do, and I get it, babe. Gucci and Parto. Tripsy crib in the middle of the night. I don't let like you mix I put it down right damn, babe. I can put you on a fight. You know that a nigga like me can. You know that a nigga like me can change your life, oh babe. Everything you do is on me.
0: Uh. Oh Lord, Jesse made another one. Huh? Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh. Shit, like I smell, cologne. Yeah, I just found a deal, I'm on. Yeah. I go how I want, good, good, play if you want, let do it, I'm a young CEO, sure, yeah, 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 the first nigga play on my body a nigga, I just check my balance, I probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga, no cap. you know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy, don't think that she lied to your nigga, bitch, get caught with your hoe and I'm popping them both, now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney, she say I'm the GOAT, act like I don't know, but fucking I'm obviously winning, don't make me go hit the bank, and take out a hundred to show you our pockets is different, I'm out with your bitch and I only want knowledge, she got a little mileage, I'm chilling, you disrespect me and I beat your ass up all in front of your partners and children, I'm the type to let niggas think that I'm broke Until I pop out with a million And take 20k and put that on your head And make one of your partners come kill you yeah. Stay fucking with me, then he gotta grow up Cause this nigga gotta be kidding Kids. This shit ain't fit in my pocket, I got it. Like I hit the lottery, nigga i the slapping shit out of nigga No talking, I don't like to argue with nigga I don't. Ain't gonna be no more laughing You see me whip out Cause I'm gonna be the shot, me a nigga no I don't follow no bitches on you, But all of your bitches, they following nigga I, And that little nigga ain't gonna shoot shit with that gun He just pull it out in this picture Bitch, huh, huh Packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell, Cologne. Yeah. I just to deal, I'm on the deal, Lamon. Yeah, yeah. I go I want, good, good. Play if you want the huh. store. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? packing the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell, Cologne. Yeah. I just had a deal, Lamon. Yeah, yeah. I go I want, good, good. Play if you want to store it. Huh. I'm a young CEO, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about shit, I'ma pop that got like 32,000 in one of my pockets. The other one that's with a glock at. You little nigga wanna be in that game, man. Tell all these little niggas stop that. Be to burn me a nigga in front of the store Where your mammy and grandma shop it. I opt out on a whole nother wave on these nigga. Let's see one of these little niggas top that. I for turn a nigga into a convertible. Push me a little nigga top back. Her boyfriend be hatin' and callin' a groupie just cause she like on my music. I'll just send me a text and to delete the message. She tryna find out it's confused. I don't know what these niggas thinkin' about. Use the brain on your head for you lose I pull up at school and I teach you some shit. Tell your bro, I'm a motherfucker tutor. Remember, I used to cheat off a pretty bitch test All the teachers, they thought I was stupid uh-huh. Was expecting a box to pull up on the truck Man, this nigga pulled up on a scooter uh. Huh, packing the mail, it's gone yeah. uh. Shit like I smell cologne Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on yeah, yeah. Yeah. I go where I want, good. good Play if you want, it's do it huh? I'm a young CEO, sure yeah. 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 Huh, packing the mail, it's gone uh. Shit like I smell cologne Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on Yeah I go where I want, good, good, play if you want, let's do it, huh. I'm a young CEO, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about taking it out, for what? It's hard to pop shit with my grill in, huh. I can't let it fuck on my
3: flow. let these little niggas run up the score and
1: I... Thank you so much, that was the baby by request. Um, again, please continue your request, 917 889 for your request. Or i got to call and give a shout out, please call uh the, the number one request line. Um and thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in today. If you missed the show today, you missed a day, you missed a lot, um please email Timothy House show at gmail for more information on today's show or please uh archive the show. You can definitely um hear me with him in uh, an interview with uh image Doctor Liz. Um giving her um Thoughts and, you know, our information on helping our parents uh, manage this whole um, pandemic that we're in um, as we speak. So, uh, nevertheless, uh, I have a few more tracks coming up. Um, some more information, um, please check out the website for updates what we got coming up, up, up for the show and also for the station. So, uh, nevertheless, I'll be right back. to the Timothy Hodge Show.
3: My heart runs stereo It beats for you, so listen close Hear my thoughts in every
2: note Oh oh. Make me your yeah.
3: radio And turn me up when you feel low And then meant for you right Sing there. along to my stereo You class heroes, baby if I was just another dusty record on the shelf Would you blow me off and play me like everybody else? If I asked you to scratch my back, could you manage that? Like if we had chicken trappy, I can handle that Furthermore, I apologize for any skipping track It's is the last girl to play me left a couple cracks I used to, used to, used to, used to, now I'm over that Cause holding grudges over love is ancient artifact. If I could only find a note to make you understand i sing it softly in your ear and grab you by the hand tuck you inside your head like you baby soon And know my heart's a stereo, the only place for you <laughs> My heart's a stereo, if we saw you so listen close hear my thoughts thousand every nose, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. come on Make me your radio, right. turn me up when you feel low yeah. The melody was meant for you, so sing along to my stereo If I was an old school 50-pound boom bop, Would you hold me on your shoulder wherever you walk? Would you turn my volume up in front of the cop? And crank it higher every time they told you to stop? And all I ask is that you don't get mad at me when you have to purchase Mad D batteries. Appreciate every and you never know, we come to go like on the interstate I think I finally found a note to make you understand If you can hit it, sing along and take me by the hand Keep me stuck inside your head like your favorite tune You know my heart's a stereo don't
1: and tuning in today. I appreciate you all for all of your calls, emails, texts, and uh, in the chat room. Um, I thank you so much for tuning in. It means a lot. Thank you for your ongoing continued support to the show and to the station. We all appreciate you. Please continue to uh, email, uh, hit me up on the, uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, your uh, comments and thoughts all always appreciated. And we we'll also we also respond back to so please don't hesitate to reach out to us uh through social media or through the phone lines, we really appreciate you. Um, nevertheless, before I wrap the show up, make sure you guys the um Soul Train Music Awards uh and I believe it's November twenty ninth. So out a look for the Time. It was a brilliant show last year. Um, so this year may be virtual but still supported, um the nominees the nominations um came out so um Make sure you guys check that out. Uh, nevertheless, thank you so much. Stay up, stay strong. Uh, if you missed the show today, please archive or copy the show today. At gmail.com. Love you. Stay up, stay strong, stay safe. Till we meet again. Peace.